On today's episode, will AI replace us all? Well, not for a long, long time. Today's episode is brought to you by engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. I'm just back from Automate 2023 in Detroit, and this year the show floor was a buzz with one issue, artificial intelligence. Everyone was talking about AI and several companies were promoting AI-enabled systems. Now, I hate to use the term artificial intelligence, both because it's a widely used misnomer for high-speed computation and because no one can agree on what the definition of intelligence is in humans, let alone machines. Now, in industrial automation terms, it has a more distinct and useful meaning. Kawasaki brought a wonderful old Unimate to the show, the machine that really launched robotic automation at a GM plant in 1961. And in concept, it's not a lot different from modern equipment. Programmers create an instruction set of specific motions which the robot repeats with high precision, hour after hour. Install a wrench on an end effector and the robot will tighten that bolt over and over again. But it doesn't know that the bolt is there. It simply inserts the tool into a location in space where the programmer expects the bolt to be and the machine runs up the fastener. Now, in robotic terms, AI means a vision-equipped end effector which looks at the scene in front of it, recognizes the bolt, then creates the necessary motion to engage with the wrench, then tighten it. Now, it's a major difference. The AI-enabled machine, in theory, can tighten any similar fastener or any assembly placed in front of it, just as a human might. Now, this kind of capability results in low-code or no-code robot programming, which is arriving just in time for a resurgence of American manufacturing that's accompanied by a desperate shortage of qualified workers. Now, does this mean that the kid pushing a broom can become a robot programmer? Well, maybe, but it strongly suggests that small and medium-sized operations that buy industrial automation don't automatically need to hire a degreed engineer to make it all work. Robot integration will still be a human function, but I can foresee a role for AI in consulting, where a machine might scan a production process, determine where the best fit for industrial automation is, then specify a robot, end-of-arm tooling, and cost the entire system accurately. Now, the logical people to offer this would, of course, be the robot manufacturers. Hire a Fanuc or a Kawasaki or a KUKA to apply their AI system to your problem, and you're very likely to purchase their hardware. So will AI give us Star Wars-type humanoid robots that interact verbally with us? Well, companies like Boston Dynamics and notably Tesla are working on this, but we're still years or decades away from robot chefs or mechanics or gardeners. But we're not decades away from universal general-purpose industrial robots that can do multiple tasks on a factory floor with the kind of hands-on training that we use to prepare human workers for assembly tasks. And as nice as it would be to have a C-3PO-type personal valet, that general-purpose industrial assembly robot is much, much more important. Well, that's it for today's audio version of End of the Line, brought to you by Engineering.com. If you like this podcast, subscribe to Engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. You can also watch this podcast as a video along with our other exclusive series only on engineering.com TV. Thanks for tuning in.